Under Tablet the podcast. What's up, everyone? Welcome to Under the Bridge the podcast. Thanks for joining us for another episode. My name is Nelson Latif. I have here with me today the brain behind Ruvu, Jared Garrick. Thank you so much for joining us. How are you? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Good, man. Good. Thanks for having me. Yes, sir. Uh, let's dive straight into it, right? Uh, for someone hearing about Ruvu for the first time, what is Ruvu? I get this asked a lot, and every single time I... I have a hard time answering it, to be quite honest. Um, what we are is a collective, more or less, of like-minded people and artists who want to grow our craft, essentially. Um, you know, we specialize in a few different um, niche markets, per se, but typically we focus on, like, development, so, like, space development, where that be interior design, um, you know, we used to do renovations in the past. We're trying to stir away from that um, and focus more on the art. But, you know, we focus on the development aspect, uh, public art, you know, murals, sculpture, any sort of form of installation art um, where we can learn and grow and express ourselves. Um, we focus on those types of projects. Um, Placemaking in itself, so that kind of coincides with development and um the public arts to build one-off designs for clients to have a badass space, man. <laughs> That's like a big focus. I like yeah. a badass space. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Short and sweet. I, I, I like that name, Roof. Right? Yeah. Uh, who came up with it? Uh, what was the meaning behind the name, Roof? Man, there is <laughs> There's like not much. Okay, so um, Roof's been around like brought to market for just just over two years give or take mm-hmm. um it's been like a brainchild of mine for another shit like five years before oh sorry no, they do it okay 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 another like five years before that two years of like actual conceptualization um you know building and tutoring the market but in that time frame i didn't have a name i didn't know what i was gonna call it but i wanted it to be something short sweet unique and maybe a little difficult to say, have a bit of yeah, yeah, a bit of a European flow to it. But ultimately, man, like uh, Wu Tang, like I was looking yeah, to, yeah, I like, yeah, 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 protect your neck. Uh, <laughs> but it was, yeah, I, I want something with Wu in it, man. Yeah. Wait, August to that, man. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah. I actually like that. Wu. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm actually glad I asked that question. Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, one thing that that strikes me on website, I was browsing through your website the other time, and um, and it says Wu creates and creates spaces that inspire mm-hmm. uh and that's something that you know i could connect to like right uh can you tell me more about that uh spaces that inspire mm-hmm. yeah my goal like when um conceptualizing any type of um uh, any type of um installation in a space is you know how people are going to react to it like when they walk through the door the entry door what's the first thing they're going to see what they're going to be drawn to and how they're going to move through the space as well. So like taking and keeping in mind, you know, aspects of feng shui, right? So I want to make people smile. Like I want to make people laugh and I want to make people be like, damn, I never thought of that. Or this is dope. 
Um, you could also do something like this. Like I want them to give that feedback to me on how they would spin it themselves mm -hmm. as well too. Right. But essentially it, it starts with a smile. Like we want people to, we want to bring joy to people. And so when they see whatever the space is, it's damn, that is dope. This makes me happy. How can I then relate to it? And then how, how can we grow off of that? So even though we've uh, like evolved our own concept from the client and brought that to fruition it's how can that design be static but keep growing in perception yeah if that, if that kind of makes sense it, it makes sense perfectly because i've been to your studio right uh and i can say it's like you guys can see into the future already you know you know what i mean uh, um oh well my question is um what are you what are you and your team uh most excited about in the near future as it relates to your work in public art in Lake Bridge? Mm -hmm. um, as far as immediate projects, it would be Legend Productions. Yeah, yeah, we've been working on their space for quite some time. Oh, um, nice, nice, nice. Shout out to Steve. Shout out to Steve, man. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Um, yeah, we've been working on his space. And like, he is the perfect testament to allowing us to just be creative. Like, he understands that we are artists and that, you know, whoever gets brought in to work on his space is an artist and they have their own. Uh, particular style vision in itself whereas when you have somewhat of constraints on the project you you're limited even though it is a freedom of a, uh, of creation expression and yeah. you're still quite limited so him immediately was like you know you guys can do this and that and then once we got into the painting for the murals um it evolved into let's do this over here let's do this over here let's do this like crazy epoxy floor um you know thankfully i have the construction skill set behind me to be able to pull off confidently the finishes on on like wild one-off flooring mm. like this and then we got you know brendan brown and jack cole who are in their paintings well too um they have their own expertise and style so like immediate projects steven for sure that's may 15th i think he's gonna He's going to have the grand opening. Oh, open the studio or the... The whole gallery. Yeah, so sorry. He's going to have, yeah, have, have his office in there yeah. um, and an art gallery uh, in the front entryway. So he's bringing in um, artists and paintings, like canvases, uh, from Africa. Wow, wow. And he's going to sell them there. Yeah. That is that is so cool. Like, especially in Lenbridge, um, which... Um, uh, I I was gonna ask you, right? If you if you think um, Lepridge is an ideal place for for an artist to learn and to grow, uh, also to incorporate the work with the community, mm -hmm. like a client as a Legends Production, for instance. Um, but clearly, that is going with you, right? For upcoming artists as such, will you say uh, they also fall in line in the same direction, or it's just very selective? Yeah, uh, it it depends on who they want to become like if that makes sense like yeah. they have their art form um whether it's you know if you're an oil canvas painter um that's what you like to do that's your specialty you can still evolve those skill sets into murals or you know painting some object that was built by another artist mm -hmm. in, a, in a collaborative effort uh, as far as what we're doing is like i like i like just started painting like i have no formal training i didn't go to school for or anything like that i just friggin did it man <laughs> like like i just i worked enough enough hard jobs that made me realize i don't want to be 
this type of person. I don't want to do this. And I just said, you know, at the end of the day, as I'm like being a gremlin painting in my garage, building weird things, like too shy to bring myself to the world or, or not confident enough. And then I, it just got to the point where I was like, man, screw this. Like Lethbridge needs a business like this to carve a path for, for other artists. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We, and so in my doing, taking these risks that are educated, that I've learned throughout prior construction niche, niche businesses that I had, uh, allowed me to maneuver myself in the market a, a bit better and then sell myself, even though there's a title to learn when you sell art, especially in Southern Alberta. Um, it, if I didn't have that background or experience, I, I surely would not be confident enough. Even if I had the skill set to be in, like, in a, if I was an amazing artist, if I didn't have that sales experience behind me and the door closed in my face a million times, I would just burn out and not keep going. But even though that, that stuff happens now, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. to the fire. Exactly. <laughs> right. Sure. Um, you, you said now like that, that brings out the confidence in you and, you know, to face the world and such a weird stuff. Um, I want to know, do you guys have like a upcoming projects or workshop that involves the, the people in the community, uh, whether it's for the kids or adults to come and learn one or two things from you? Cause I, when I was, every time I go to your studio, I feel like it's, um, let bridge or the world at large need to see your work. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. We need to open up our studio. I'm so particular. Um, and, and uh, quite OCD with how um, I'm portrayed as, as well. And so, like, I want my space to be, well, our space to be a, a clear reflection of who we are, even though it is, like, wild. And, like, every time people walk in there, they're like, what, this exists here? I want to go even better and, like, bigger and just have that shock value there to show that it doesn't matter where you are. You can do whatever you want and be who you want to be. Great things from a small place. A hundred percent, hundred percent. But as far as, um, you know, community, uh, like workshops, uh, Brandon Brown, he's, he's going to be leading a painting class okay. at, at Casa. That's so You have a nice, nice, yeah, nice. Yeah. It's going to be like outdoor. Yeah. It'll be, yeah, it'll be outdoor because of the fumes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, cool. Um, and I believe it's 12 to 17 year olds. Oh, nice. Um, nice. Yeah. Yeah. And then we just got approved for an adult drop-in class. Oh, I, cool. I think. Oh, uh, wow. I'm actually, that is, I'm glad I asked that question again. That was, yeah, hopefully people that, um, that wants to, you know, they will get this message and be in contact with you guys and be involved. Um, which, um, also brought me to, you know, your involvement with the community. Uh, when I found out that you guys were honored with an award at the Redbridge College, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, um, and I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. You go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, can you, can you, can you tell us about that? What was it about? What was the award for? Yeah. No, so. Um, I went to Lethbridge College, geez, like 10 years ago, not to date myself. I know I'm crazy, but, um, I, I went to the, uh, I, I took the business administrative administration okay. program, um, majored in marketing. So the award I won is, is called rising star. Um, they have, what's it? An honoring excellence banquet, um, that has, that offers four other awards to different community members um, who are alumni of the, of the college that um, excel in, in community, I, I guess you could say. Like, I don't want to sound too big or anything like that. But, <laughs> but I must say, no, it's uh, look, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. And that's, uh, uh, that is such a great in initiative from the college, really, because uh, we need um, 
uh, institutions like that to recognize people like you that are doing great things in the city and stuff. Uh, which um, uh, my next question was to to you is, um, uh, you know, due to lack of support or uh, ability to grow and to learn in the city, which I've spoken to a lot of artists, they, well, that's some of the things they touch up. Do you know of any artists, right? You don't have to mention names. Um, that perhaps have left the city because of lack of support, room for growth, or, or, or is it something you have yourself thought about in the past? Uh, the frustration that goes, you know, you know, the, um, you don't have to mention your name again. So, yeah, just touch on that, please. Yeah, definitely know quite a few people <laughs> who have left the city. Well, the, the, and that's like, um, in my eyes, why Rogue is so important and why we need that, uh, community support so that we keep thriving here is that the these artists you know that are produced from the Lethbridge College or, or the university or just dudes like and women like me who are just in their house doing their own thing they there's not much support other than the institutions that are already here like the nonprofits that are here mm -hmm. but like what do you like are you just going to show your work at a gallery and then that's it. So who's, who's paying for the canvases, who's, you know, covering the time, all that stuff is valuable. Like time in, and that focus of someone is the most valuable thing that people have to offer in life. Um, with, without any, um, and any type of business that is willing to push and push and create opportunity should create some sort of rising to the top effect where other people want and other artists want to emulate and yeah yeah do their thing and like i've had people reach out to me saying hey is there room in budget for this like i don't want to be um you know serving drinks at at starbucks anymore or some something like that you know what i mean like, it's so relatable across the board because there's a there's fear with being an artist and yes. it's a society and everything. There's all these weird like associations with starving artists, mm. like, broke art, like you, and an artist has to be broke in society's eyes, which I could see like is this complete BS in my eyes. Like Excellent. if someone has a skill and the, 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 passion, the will, the passion, yeah, yeah. To put themselves out there, like, Man, just give them some time at least, and then if you want to buy their stuff, then buy their stuff. Absolutely. So at another day, like we got no, uh, we bat no eyes at buying stuff from Walmart or all these big corporate entities that man, they don't do whatever to support us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it, it's a, it's a weird, it's a weird thing that we live in. So like I'm, we're trying to go against the grain and show people like it. This is very hard to do. Like I work and work and work and work. But it's starting to, it's starting. It's starting to make sense. Makes sense. But, yeah, and yeah, uh, yeah. it makes sense when CBC. Very up. Very up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because uh, um, I'm gonna ask you about the headset, right? Right. Oh, uh, by the way, he's there a name for it. It's just called headset. Headset. <laughs> you can make. You can make up with yeah, yeah. one now. Yeah, I will. Headset to rewind. I love the stress and and back. Well, yeah. <laughs> But um, how did you guys come about it? Did, uh, did CBC request something in the shape of EdSip specifically, or did you guys just come up with the concept on your own? How, how did that happen? Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, so I got referred um, 
by uh, Michael from, geez, I always, Colbank's Creative. Uh, he, ref he referred us to... Um, Oh, Michael, I know Michael. You know Mike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael's exactly. the yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out Michael. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have him on the show sometimes. Wow, Definitely. Absolutely. He's, he's like an OG. Yeah, man. Uh, mentor. A lot, yeah. a lot of youth kids in the city needs to uh, find a way to get a hold of him and just, you know, just uh, um, get his brain. And yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, uh, uh, he's like, it's a happy video. Yeah, he's ahead, of the, he's ahead of the curve, but that's like a lifetime of, you yeah. know. Oh, shout out Michael. Yeah. Uh, it's, awesome. It's such a small city, right? Even when you start speaking to people, then you realize everyone, we so, like, their work is so intertwined and mm -hmm. everyone is, um, there's no reason why people shouldn't be working together. And so, I mean, um, that's, that's interesting. Yeah. Sorry, please carry yeah. yeah, for sure. Um, so he referred us to a CBC representative. Uh, she, she called me and said do you is this something that you can do first off and i was like hell yeah like i will i'm totally well this is this is what we want to be as a business producing this type of work um and so we went back and forth with like the head office and then they you know eventually sent over um a photo from facebook of some heads of a headset that they have in toronto and some very uh, rough blueprints that okay. you know didn't have all the information it was just um plywood and like a few dimensions so um they just said hey can you make it look like this and i mean it it's tough because when you when you want to create a somewhat of a replica of something that's built in a factory that's like perfect precision, you know, plastics have been molded and, and sculpted. We don't have that yet, the abilities. And my window to build that was very short as well, three weeks wow. to build that thing. Wow. Yeah. So it was like me living in the studio, um, you know, getting a few other people to give me a hand every once in a while. Now I'm super thankful for that, but yeah, so it, it was, um, it, it was just a contract, uh, through them and it slowly came into fruition as i got into it i was like oh we should just like paint this side of it or like do this or make it look more modern and, and, like, the, and the speakers in there and stuff yeah 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 they they want it to be functional so there's there's uh two eight inch yamahas in there that are connected to a receiver so it it bumps it bumps it bumps i i went to the i was i i attended the event the opening um of the CPC in Leverage, right? And I was like, I've got, I told them, take a picture, I've got to take a picture in this, you know, like, yeah, yeah. that was, that was cool. Um, you know, we, we recently had an event, uh, Destination Leverage, right? And shout out to you guys for being part of it. Um, the idea behind that event was to use the power of, uh, public art to effect change and, um, make people fall in love with the city, right? Um, I've always wanted to ask you as an artist, do you feel the same way about public art or do you have a different interpretation so hmm. yeah I, I tend to think um quite deep like i i view it as like you know we have i don't know not to sound too weird here but we have all these these labels and all these names for different things um i then like I, personally i just want to have i just want to change people's perceptions and i think the the quickest way to do that is through public art um and the most impactful way is through public art you know we live in such a, a world of of monotone grays and you know all these hard raw building materials but 
you know, if you have the opportunity to put a, a big pink sculpture in it, people are going to stop and look and be like, wow, you know, what the heck is that thing? And read into it a bit more, maybe look into the artist who built it or the fabricator or the, the installation team who installed it. Um, that's like, I, I just, I view it as public art and I know it's called public art, but yeah. I view it as like, let's change people's minds, yeah. which in turn will just uh, evolve the culture and enhance the culture. It's like, uh, I know one of your main objectives is, uh, is to push the boundary of public art. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, uh, um, can you, um, can you describe one of your favorite public art projects, uh, you've installed uh, or designed in the city? Uh, what was the concept behind it and how has it impacted the community or specific area? Mm -hmm, definitely. Um, most impactful piece that I've been involved with was um, Brandon Brown's mural, like giving him a hand with that at the Nectar building. Uh, that was right through the pilot project for the, the city mural um, thing that they want to do throughout the city. Um, so that like... That's located, anyone from Lethbridge here knows the Penny Coffee House in the next yep, building. Yeah, that's yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. Um, so there's a little, there's a women's boutique on the corner that's beside like an eyeglass, sunglasses spot. Um, when we were out there painting it, one of the ladies who worked there was outside for a cigarette, you know, hearing the loud music and commotion. She's like, what's going on back there? Oh, excuse me. And, you know, she saw us painting. Um, and kind of just kept an eye on it. It was, and was visiting us as, as time went. And when it was finished, she mentioned that, you know, before she wouldn't go back out there and hang out there, have cigarettes or have the other employees go wow. back there because they were scared of the transient folk back there, people using drugs or, you know, just loitering or whatever, just, they just felt unsafe. Um, after that mural was installed, things kind of changed. So more people hear about you know oh there's a dope mural down there let's go check it out and then, let's take pictures yeah 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 let's say yeah like wedding photography like like wedding photos stuff done in front of that um there's like a wicked motorcycle build that was shot in front of that wow. um so like not only is it a badass backdrop for about anything graffiti just period um the more people sort of migrate to these spots that have been painted or you know wherever and anywhere where art has been installed two becomes five, five becomes eight, eight becomes 10, so on and so forth. And then you'll just get more people just using that back alley as a proper walkway, you know, pushing away sort of the, the bad things that are going on. And then that, that, that creates a safer environment for everybody. And she, yeah, she was like very, um, she made it very apparent to us that that was a huge huge effect in uh, her safety and, and the people in the store safety as well. And then before you know it, another yeah, girl was yeah. Yeah, by AJ Loudon. Yeah. Yeah. From Edmonton, man. He threw up one and then like Jack has one that's down there as well too. So if we could turn that whole alley into just a bunch of wicked art that there would be no issues down there. Like, yes, people might throw up a tag if yeah. like some drunk dude with a pen might just write I heart butts or something yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's just some silly stuff. It's part of the house. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, it's either art or it's like vandalism. But um, yeah, it it it's like it it's obvious that it has an impact on on um the the feeling of safety in community and it is, you know, people uh, I just don't know really what to say. Like it, no, it, 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 it absolutely yeah. definitely impacted people. Because um, uh, just going back to the, 
Destination Leopard event, right? Mm -hmm. um, during our Q&A session, uh, if you, I don't know if you remember, uh, someone asked um, why uh, most of the hot installations on Netbridge are installed centuries ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I feel that, well, I think artists are doing good things or great things or whatnot. Um, but let's just say, why do you think of young artists in Netbridge aren't building new things? Or are they doing the work and people are, are not aware because of accessibility or, or it's irrelevant to people or it's simply because of lack of funding and it just, you know. All the above. Honestly, <laughs> 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 like that, that was such a good observation um, by, by that lady who asked that question. Cause like it is like it, it, it's every, like there is a, okay. If you're just talking about city funding, there is a budget. Um, there is a, a governing body who, um, will, will pick what gets installed where for how much money, um, what that body consists of. Is it artists? Is it, you know, I don't, I don't fully know. It's a, but that's where I kind of have a, a trouble with things. Um, but there, but there is funds there. Um, but those funds are government funds. So that, so they create like what's called a, a tender. And then that tender gets open for bidding and a call will be placed out to, who whoever sees it online essentially like it could be throughout you know north america like and some of the projects i've been on like you see dudes from like california um i see like utah and stuff so it's obviously a north american thing um one thing that i i, I truly believe lethbridge needs to change is um putting locals first yes. so in, in in ontario they have mandates for public art so anytime you build a new building or you know it's, Big construction happens. X amount has to go to public art. Well, wow, you know that's that's a good initiative. Yeah, amplify app. Um, you know the this overall civic design of the space and give artists opportunity as well. There is nothing like that in Alberta. Um, but if if we don't even in in the open calls put locals will be considered first, like everywhere else does in the in the country. What sort of incentive is there to be an artist even if you're not even going to get considered first and like it it should say that in the application and i do hope they change that in the future because it is quite discerning like you know i've, I've had terrible bids on projects when i was first starting out that made probably no sense to these people but the the fact is we're we're doing it and we haven't given up on it so you know hopefully we start to get a little more opportunity rolling in because we spread that through our community yeah. by engaging other local artists as a collaborative effort rolvu just holds the umbrella for everybody yeah. but we try to bring in as many people as the opportunity presents itself so with these projects as, as well like it, it's very important for people to know that um these projects aren't just handled by one person there there may be a designer just like an architect will design a house but yes. there will also be an engineer to you know uh make sure everything's structurally sound yeah. for you know it's very very the same as any other construction there's these all there's avenues and different channels that yeah we need to go through yeah exactly exactly so even though the the artist is so and so from wherever there's 20 other hands that have touched that project and you know the installation the the concrete foundation footings being poured for to support the artwork you know all those people need to get you know 
they need to get some luck too, man, because they're, these are unique one-off projects that take a certain skill set to, you know, bring forth in, into the world. Yeah. Um, but also like, so, so that's kind of how like the, the, the government funded stuff goes, um, like municipal, like within city, um, budgets, there are that kind of ties into, it comes into play. Um, you know, I, I believe CASA has their own sort of funding that they would pull from, but that'd be government money as well too. So like, we don't really like, we have more success through the private projects, um, work than we do government stuff because, well, actually, I don't know why, because some of the, some of the bids that we, we do, man, is like, you talk about technology and wanting to push the boundaries. Like we're incorporating, we're pitching like AR capabilities. So like integrating phones, uh, with mural or installation art yep. so that's, you know, the art moves with the phone. It will, yep. it will pop up and, you know, it will tell you where the artist is from. And, and literally your imagination is your own limitation. Mm. And so please say that again, say your, that again. Your, your imagination is your own limitation. Mm -hmm. So the the technology avenue that we're going down is um, just the proper step in the evolution, while not losing the the maker's mark of things. You know, we're, we'll we'll use the tech to, to amplify ourselves. We're not going to use the tech to just make new stuff. You know what I mean? Well, what you said so, was so profound uh, that I I missed a big chance if I don't ask you this right. Uh, um, What's your what's your guiding principles? Uh, is that what you would like to share with us? Because yeah, man, um, honestly, it's like self like self exploration and self awareness has always been my my main focus in life and and the ability to adapt. So I don't have like. I have my beliefs and morals, but I, I tend to look on how can I evolve myself rather than pinpointing little things. Well, 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 let me put it this way. Or, or, but that, I, I sort of get what your guiding principles are because for me that is uh, that was key what you just said earlier. That's why I got I, I had to ask you, what's your guiding principles? Yeah, <laughs> and I was out of the toilet. So uh, you know, a touch up or follow up to that would be. Uh, what advice would you give uh, young artists or designers here at Bridge interested in creating public art and with all these uh, assholes and puzzles and all this stuff that might, you know, discourage you and stuff to keep going and not give up and, you know. Yeah. Believe in yourself, first off, and never turn down opportunity. You know, but going back into the evolution of oneself, like just if that's what you're focused on is to just evolve, get better, get better, get better. In due time, opportunity is going to come and you're going to be prepared for it. That's the biggest thing is that you can be whatever, have whatever degree, but if you're not practicing and honing your skills, you're going to get, you know, if, if an opportunity comes up, how can you handle that? You know what I mean? Like it, it, it takes a lot of pressure to, um, build something great and you should put these people should be putting pressure on themselves to get better and not turn down any opportunity and if the opportunity isn't there they create the opportunity i agree, I agree. so go to a business or a friend that you know who owns a business or just a, like literally anybody like write down a list of business owners your tight homies and be like hey can i 
I want to build a giant chair. Can I build it in your front lawn? Um, or can I just temporarily set it up here or I have a, a canvas? Can I put it here for a time being, build some hype around it through social media? And then we can do like a rotational thing. You know what, you know what I mean? Like the, there's no risk for the, the business owner or the homeowner in, in that. Like it's just there. And if anything, it will just attract people and help reflect you and see people as well and break people yeah 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 but yeah uh that's uh and again it goes back to what you said earlier when you said um you can do great things from a small place and i totally totally agree with that um do you have like um i know you are obviously <laughs> uh, how can people reach you guys out of your social media do you mind sharing your yeah social media is just um geez underscore underscore rovu r-o-b-u underscore underscore uh, rovu.ca and that's about it. We don't, we, we, yeah, we don't really, we, we don't try the loggers of Facebook. I don't really like Facebook, Twitter, you know, we're coming around to all these, all this other stuff. I never wanted to be like big into social media, but now I have to, you have to. And so it's like, it is what it is. Everything's kind of coming along in that aspect, but yeah, just like drop us a line on, on the website or Instagram and then we'll just figure it out. Absolutely. Good stuff. Oh, and that then. For me, lastly, uh, what's your favorite things to do in a bridge? Food, places to go. Um, yeah, favorite things to favorite things to do in a bridge. I'm such a studio junkie, man. I like never leave. <laughs> no, um, honestly, like I, I love being in the coolies. I love taking the dog for a walk in the coolies in the river bottom, taking my son down there. I like enjoying outside. Um, love hitting up patios downtown and. You know that to, to see the revitalization of downtown um but yeah i when a young kid man we go to we go to parks like a lot of parks the splash pad on the north side is pretty dope and uh black wolf legacy area but yeah like i for the limited time that we have that i have um it's like very family Focused. Yeah. absolutely families everything yes so yeah, yeah. thank you so much for your time jared uh, we really appreciate I appreciate you and good luck with everything. Yeah, thank you, brother. I appreciate it. Yes, so uh, massive thanks to every single one of you for tuning in once again. Uh, and be on the lookout for our next episode. Peace.